0: Welcome back to You Are The Magic. Today I have the beautiful Alicia and she is a communication coach and she is really needed in this time of where we're at in the world in COVID times and shutdowns and all of the things. So welcome to my show.
1: Thank you so much. It's lovely to be with you and to have the opportunity to speak to you.
0: Excellent. So what was your magical story to lead you to becoming a communication coach? So what was the things that led up to you saying that this is what I feel passionate about?
1: Um, I think, Alexis, what happened was that I was a lawyer. Um, I, I like to say that I was a lawyer in my other life um, before I became a communications coach. And what I liked about being a lawyer was that I could really help people through very bad times, traumatic times, very uh, difficult times in their lives. But the problem with the law is that you are constrained by a legal system. And that was very frustrating at times. And um, and I found it very challenging. I also found challenging that a lot of my partners were quite undermining and uh, my self-esteem wasn't that good. Um, during the time that I was practicing as a lawyer. And then I moved to the south of France to be with my beloved, who I met um, in the south of France. And when I moved here, um, I really felt that I wanted to be different. I wanted to do things differently. And so I eventually gave up my law practice and I started to teach and I taught um, public speaking and presentation skills. And I taught one class at the International University of Monaco for undergrads, and then that developed into several classes for undergrads and master's students, and uh, then for the International School of Monaco, and gradually for corporate clients and individuals. And what I found was that that really was it was almost like magic for me because it gave everything that I love to do, which is to help people. I'm a Virgo, Um, we like to uh, serve and help. And uh, so I was able to help people, but also that it wasn't constrained by a system. It was totally open and free for me to be able to empower, and inspire and really help people to communicate effectively and to give them confidence. And in doing that, it also helped my self-esteem and it really helped me to grow and build and really um, use that wonderful energy, which now um, you know I can really give to my students and, uh, and I feel that too. So uh, funnily enough, um, the theme tune of my training is 24 karat magic. And uh, and I really do believe that it is magic because, you know, when you can communicate effectively, uh, people say, you know, well, how do you do that? And I give the tips and tricks to be able to do that. And it is magic. And now my life is magical because I'm doing something that I really, really love. and And it really helps people. So Fabulous. Win-win all round.
0: Yes, I love that. And as we are talking just before we jumped on how how powerful communication is. Because I know for myself, growing up in relationships, I really struggled to actually have a face-to-face conversation with my in my romantic relationships, I'd always write a letter. And we'd write letters back and forth to each other because it gave me that time and space to really just allow my emotions to come together and as I've gotten older I've gotten better at communicating but I'm still going through the process and learning how to communicate more effectively in those relationships I'm very good in my work space but in romantic and personal relationships is somewhere where I know for myself that is something that I'm working on and um, I really found in COVID when we were in complete lockdown being around everyone all the time that we are not so much close contact with you do see the morning and night as a general rule but being in the same house as everyone I found quite challenging.
1: Yes yes which has been very very challenging for for a lot of people. How lovely though that you did write and uh, and in the days when when we wrote letters (laughs) um, you know I do always encourage my um, students and my clients to write um, to keep a journal, um, express their feelings. And and actually, yes, when it is difficult to express yourself and to really share how you feel, to write it down. And I do encourage, uh, again, my students and clients to write letters because it actually is, it's very cathartic, it's very freeing, and it does help you to be able to put out there how you truly, truly feel. And a lot of the time, it is so difficult for us face-to-face to do that. Um, and, and nowadays, of course, and not only um, do we have the close proximity because of COVID, but we also have that it's online. And so um, when we're when we're not together physically, we're together virtually. And that's a whole new area as well of communication, to be able to express ourselves and to come across effectively and make an impact. So actually, what I have found during COVID is that I've been nonstop busy uh, and working because people have needed help to communicate online, but also, as you say, because they are together day in, day out. And they're actually having to talk to each other or find new boundaries. And that's really, really important, too, that you do actually find your boundaries within that situation and be able to then communicate through those boundaries and setting those boundaries. Oh so um, I remind you uh, that you did express yourself in that way and continue to do so because it actually is very, very effective. And and I think it's also lovely for other people to receive a letter um, and that they can take the time too to consider what you are saying and then to be able to respond to that. Nowadays, it's also instant, isn't it? And we feel that we have to reply immediately. We have to make a response. But actually, what I teach is that you don't have to. You can take your time think about your response and really reflect on it. You don't have to talk, talk, talk when you communicate. You actually can leave a bit of silence and take your time to think about how you want to respond.
0: Yes, and this has been something that I've had to practice when I've come into my coaching space of not jumping in and asking the next question and then the next question and then the next question.
1: Like it's yes.
0: a way to breathe and it's one thing that I'm practising in my personal life as well because <laughs> I've got a friend, he'll ask me a question and I'll take a breath. Like, have you answered a mic? <laughs> <laughs> Please, like I get that your brain's working really fast and you want the answer really fast, but I have to process what's actually being said so that I can effectively give you the answer that, I feel comfortable or whatever is meant to be coming out so I don't re- react. I'm actually responding yes. to the words that are being said. And yes. the boundaries, boundaries are so powerful in regards to knowing where your limits are and we don't need to be around people all the time we do, what's the word I'm looking for, crave having our own time and our own space just to be alone. And that's okay. Oh, so
1: important. So important. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, to be um is so, so important as well. I, you know, I always say that we forget that we are human beings and not human doings. And so it's very, very important that we do take that time to just be. And that we just be by ourselves as well. Because um, as much as we love the people that we love, we do need that time to ourselves just to be able to take stock. And even if it just means that you listen to some music or you watch your favourite thing on Netflix uh, with your headphones on, so that you're cocooned and in your own little world, we all need that. We need that space. We really do just to be.
0: Yes, just to be. And I did that today. Um, I found, actually, I've got a 10-year-old, so I found her old beanbag. It's actually just behind me. It's tiny, but I pushed it up against the warmer. <sighs> I'm just going to be. And I put my alarm on and just closed my eyes and just allowed my thoughts just to come through and leave and come through and leave and just allowed myself. It's the first time in a long time that I've allowed myself to do that, especially on a Monday because I had a few clients Shift and change. I was like, oh, the universe is telling me that everything that I wrote in my journal last night and this morning is starting to flow through. And I'm like, okay, this is giving me space to be. And when I ask my clients to journal out their feelings and journal out what's going on inside of them, some say it never works for them. Some say I love to do it. But the ones that say that it doesn't work for them, I'm like, entertain me for seven days, please just entertain me for seven days and get all the stuff out oh my goodness I didn't even know that was happening inside of me I didn't even know that was happening I didn't know these conversations that I was having inside of me I didn't know that this is how I felt about this person and it's just so powerful to to write like you were saying before um I love that and in regards yeah. to your communication and what you do who do you teach what do you like how do you teach what you teach
1: um I teach um all ages uh ranging from um school children uh to um older and um older children
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm just thinking about you actually sitting on that little bean bag and uh, <laughs> i love that you know i'm actually going to keep that image with me um all day I, I think that's wonderful and anytime you know that i feel if I, i'm getting a bit stressed i'm going to think about Alexis sitting on that little pink bag, just closing her eyes and letting the world go by. Fantastic. Um, So, yes, I teach um, all generations and um, so school children right up to um, older generation and um, business people, corporate clients, associations. And and I'm all about sharing the magic. Um, I'm all about empowering people and really helping them to find their voice, to be able to speak up and express themselves and to do that where they make an impact. And um, for example, um, I've worked recently with an organisation in England, which is Micro Rainbow, and they um, house um, asylum seekers, LGBTIQ, Um, asylum seekers, and, uh, you know, these are people who have gone through immense trauma to leave their countries because of their sexuality, and um, so actually being able to train them and help them to find their voices, again, to be able to speak up and express themselves has been mightily humbling for me, Um, but also extremely empowering. Um, So I think that for me, it is all about being able to really help unlock that inner demon, which says that you can't speak up and you can't express yourself because you have been um, uh, maybe abused for that Um, Or maybe that you've been undermined for that, or maybe because you just don't have the confidence. And so helping people to find that confidence when they find their voice, um, that is what I'm all about. And, um, and that's what I love. And, um, and yes, to do it in a fun way, uh, really. Um, I give vocal exercises Um, I give, um, I I think, you know, just the opportunity to really relax and feel comfortable about yourself um, and any way that um, that helps you, um, any way that you find um, to be able to feel relaxed and comfortable in your skin. um, That's what I'm all about finding and uh, and helping people then to speak up.
0: yeah, so that's me. I love that. And, uh, <laughs> helping people find their inner voice and finding what that true core of essence of who they truly deeply are. And I love that you work with little people and it's a big thing that I'm teaching my daughter at the moment about communication because I ask my my ex-husband, my husband, my ex-husband and I, will ask her what is it that you truly deeply want? Or what is it that you want? Like, help us understand what's going on for you. I don't know. I yeah. don't. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. And it's I. I get a little bit frustrated because it's really hard for her to figure out how to articulate her words to actually tell me what it is that she actually wants.
1: Yes. Yes, yes. I mean she's 10, isn't she? And so uh, yes, I, I, I worked with uh, we, we put on for the first time ever a um, in Monaco a TEDx youth event. And our speakers were ranging from 10, um, 11 upwards to 17, 18. And for the 10, 11 year olds, when they started, to actually be able to, yes, speak up and to almost take it seriously um, but lightly um, and to be able to actually express themselves and to feel comfortable to do that, particularly in a room full of other 10-year-olds and then mixing them with the older children as well. Um, And so very much about helping them to find their way and giving them the time to be able to do that um, and unlocking for them the key, um, finding what it is for them as an individual to be able to speak up and express themselves. And, And so a lot of it is about helping them to feel, again, comfortable about themselves and that they don't have to say what they think you want to hear or what they think their friends want them to say and to actually, you know, stand on their own two feet and to be able to say what they truly feel for themselves. And that, it does take time, But it is possible. And it's all about as well, um, letting them know that they are free to be themselves. Um, I always create in my training, uh, all of my students become a member of Team Alicia, because in that team, you are there to be supported, nurtured. You leave all of your cares, worries and anxieties outside the door. Because when you're with me and in my team, you are free to be yourself totally without inhibition and you are free to do that without judgment. So I think, you know, if the children well, actually if any uh, person knows that they are in a space where they can be themselves, they're not going to be judged. They're just going to be supported and cared for. That also unlocks a lot of uh, worries, cares and anxieties that they are then free to be themselves and they can learn and grow and develop, which is what they do in Team Alicia. Of course, your daughter knows that she is safe and in an environment with you where she can be herself, but she actually needs to take her time to be able to as you say, articulate what she truly feels. I mean I get so often with my students, especially the younger ones I'll say to them, okay so tell me something that's happened for you which is good this week and they're say no oh, I don't I don't know <laughs> so really you know nothing good has happened for you this week um tell me you know did you did you get up on time today? Yeah, was that good? did you sleep well? yeah and <laughs> um, so you know and we go, on, we go on we go on, and eventually of course they'll come up with something that's good for them but you have to keep then okay so what about this what about that how did you feel about this how did you feel about that until gradually 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 they will open up and they won't come up with this I don't know <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love that and uh, I've always encouraged Zoe to do is go and speak to the school counselor or speak to the people in the school that she feels comfortable and confident being in their space to be able to talk to them about things that are going on because sometimes at school she doesn't like expressing what's going on to myself or to a and she likes to keep it within the school which is nice that she's really articulate and she knows how to share her emotions and I was like, okay, so I am doing something right. <laughs> She's just not able to do it with me yet, but we're getting. <laughs> <done>. <laughs> and the one that you said before, yeah. when it's not about what we think the other person wants us to say or what we think that people want to hear, it's what our true, authentic voice. When you said that, I'm not too sure if you noticed, but I took a big deep breath. It was like. <sighs> I can breathe again and I think that that's really powerful and I, and I know that when I've gone through this with myself and with my clients and it's, it's about what what do we want to share, like what do I want to share that's authentic and true to me, not what do I think that you want to hear from me or what should I say because um, I did that for a very long time and I think that that's really powerful to be teaching anyone at, at any age um, in regards to communication and that's just...
1: It's yes. next, out there in the world. Yes. Yes. I, I you know, I think that you know bady about these terms, you know, about being authentic and being true to yourself, but it is so important and it is about being true to you and 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 really then finding your words which are true to you as well. And, um, you know, if if we spend all of our time trying to please other people and to come up with, um, as I said, and and you um, emphasise there, you know, trying to say what we think needs to be heard rather than what we truly feel, It it isn't going to be right. It will backfire. And um, eventually, um, it's not going to help the relationship, whatever the relationship is, whether it's business, professional or personal. um, You do have to start from being you and true to you. And only that way then will the relationship be true as well. So um, yes, it's very much... Um, finding your words that are actually your words <clears throat> that are expressing you and, um, and really being confident to do that too. Um, but I, I should say as well, though, that any time that we do a presentation and actually any conversation that we have as well, it's actually never about us, though. It's about the other person. And it's actually about how we want them to think what we want them to feel and what we want them to do as a result of the conversation. And I think if we begin with that premise, it really helps in terms of confidence and shyness. Because if you feel, I I really can't, I can't express myself and I can't speak up and I can't communicate, it's actually not about you it's about the other person and how you want them to feel. And most of us, we want the other person to feel good about themselves too. So if we think about them and how we feel when we're talking to someone, and if they are embarrassed, if they're shy, if they're really uncomfortable. How do we feel? Then we sort of feel. Oh gosh, that person doesn't want to be here. They don't want to speak to me. Um, They feel really, really shy. I feel bad for them. You don't want the other person to feel that way. So, if you think about them and you communicate with them on how you want them to feel, it's a great start because it then takes the onus off of you. So, if you're shy and if you don't have confidence, immediately. It's not about you. It's about the other person. Onus is off of you. Fantastic.
0: Yes, I love that. I love that. I could sit here all day and talk to you all about all of the things and so much more. But where do you hang out? Where do people come and find you? Is there anything that I've missed that you'd like to share?
1: Thank you, Alexis. Thank you, and I I, I agree. You know, I've, I love speaking to you too, um, so much that uh, that I'm learning um, in, in our conversation. Okay, so um, I wrote a book uh, that was launched in January this year, and it became an international bestseller overnight. I'm delighted to say, it's called Communicating Through Change, and it's available on Amazon all over the world, wherever you buy your books. On Amazon. And communicating through change um, talks about my very personal experience of changes in my life and what I've learned through those changes, like bereavement, um, living through a pandemic, uh, living with somebody who has dementia, a loved one, um, and changing countries, of course, um, changing careers. Um, All of those changes in my life from a very, very personal standpoint and what I've learned. And then I give communication techniques for the reader to um, communicate their way through the same or similar experiences. So I would like people to to read that book. It's been immensely helpful, I know, for um, readers already. And and I want it to continue to do that because we are living in such uncertain times, going through such changes in our lives. So I really do want to help people through that and to be able to communicate through all of those changes in their lives. And if it doesn't affect you now, somebody in your life is going through that. Um, I was also divorced. Um, I speak about that in the book and being able to communicate then through the um, separation of a relationship, um, the death of a relationship, because um, in many ways, you know, it is a death and it is a bereavement. Um, So how do we get through that loss? Um, so there's the book and um, and then there is, of course, my training and um, communications training. And for that, if you go to my website, www.alysiasedgwick.com, you will find out all about me uh, a little more and my training. And um, I'm also on Facebook as Alicia Sedgwick and Instagram too. So Alicia Sedgwick communication coach and I'd be delighted to hear from uh, your listeners and viewers and uh, delighted to continue the conversation um, because it's very important that we do speak.
0: It's It's so important that we bring communication more fully out to be able to have those conversations and it's like I said it's something that I'm always growing and moving towards and uncovering more about myself in my communication delivery and all of the things that come up with that and is there any one that inspires you or what inspires you to continue doing what you're doing
1: oh I think that um my parents who um sadly uh, have died uh, now but um, you know they always instilled in me to really live life to the full and to make the most of every moment and uh, and that um, continues with me um, that I really feel that to honor their legacy um, that I must uh, really do what I love and um, and I'm now doing what I love Um, And also um, my beloved uh, Annette, who I I mentioned earlier on in our conversation, Uh, she is an inspiration to me. She's so supportive in everything that I do and really helps me to live uh, my life fully and uh, happily and wonderfully. So, uh, you know, if I can help people, if I can inspire them, if I can empower them, then really that's my purpose in life. And, um, and you know, my parents gave me that um, to be able to do that. Um, my beloved um, helps me to continue to do that. So um, I am truly blessed uh, to be able to do what I love and um, love what I do. Fantastic.
0: Oh my goodness, that's so much so love hearing people who have created the life of their dreams and doing what they love and creating change in the world. So thank you for doing what you do and thank you for coming on my show. It's been wonderful.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been wonderful to meet you and to to really have this chance to speak to you. And I look forward to having many more conversations with you.
0: Thank you, me too. Thanks again. Bye. We have come to the end of another epic interview. If you would like to see more of what I am up to, head over to my Facebook page, Instagram, LinkedIn, and let's connect. Because I love gifting people who are dedicated to their transformation, when you like and tag me in an episode at the end of every week, I choose one lucky listener to have a free session with myself or one of my guests. Thank you again for tuning in. I am Alexis Jane. Remember, you are the magic.